0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, episode three is going to be a special one. They've already been swimming in the sea. I'm joined today by Nick Boyle and Lee Wilcox. This is an episode that you're going to love. Welcome to episode three of season six of the Foy and Jones Show and Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this one is special. Uh, I'm going to introduce today's guest in a minute, but he has set a huge marker to everyone else who is travelling to our studio in Sussex-by-the-Sea. Charlie Hooner, producer Charlie's here. How you doing, mate? I'm buzzing, man. I'm Cha- happy to be Cha- here, as Charlie's always. buzzing. He's got a new Jack greeley style hairdo, <laughs> which he is rocking at the moment. But today, our main guest, who's come with a sidekick, which I always like. You know, it's, it's from the script, uh, uh, out of Z, but we've got... We've We've got two for the price of one. He's set a huge bar. He's he's travelled by car. He's travelled by air. He's travelled by rail. He's arrived in beautiful Brighton. And I woke up this morning to a WhatsApp message of a middle-aged Scotsman in his blow lamps, which from my part of the world in West London means pants, in his pants walking down, taking the plunge into the English Channel. DJ Nicky B on the wheels of steel <laughs> otherwise known as Nick Boyle how you doing mate? I'm good mate I'm good Pete uh, Nick you're joined by Lee today aren't you? Yeah Lee's joined me. I take yeah. on security everywhere Yeah, yeah. Got, he's got he's got he's got his he's got his mind up it's like half a it's like half a, da- it's like half a daily and which which let's get it in early let's get it in uh, early mind uh, that was set in Fulham filmed in Fulham yeah. and it's my favourite ever TV oh, show yeah. so there you go but Nick this has been a long time coming has, all right? this is this is three years in the making Lee I was telling yeah, you about yeah, it downstairs in our and I love saying this Charlie in our pre-show meeting you know our green room green meeting room. well <laughs> as well as talking about Ali McCoist, Jim Wyatt and football we spoke about where this episode's come from and uh, Nick we've been talking about it for three years mate haven't we since, since lockdown one and Covid so thank you for coming down
1: no I'm, uh, I'm delighted to be here I'm really delighted to be here so thank you for having us no it's really good so
0: for the benefit and there may be a few of my listeners not many but there may <laughs> be a few Mate, That don't actually know who you are They may not have seen the speeches They may not have seen the content And they may not yet have met the personality But just, just the floor is yours mate what, what are you doing? Who are you? That's
1: a good question sometimes That's blown the episode <laughs> That's blown the episode <laughs> lately, I woke, yeah. it, it? I woke <laughs> up this morning I had no idea when I was on the English <laughs> Channel So either, I either came back Or I might have ended up in Cali this morning But anyway um, So <laughs> uh, Nick Boyle, sales director for the brand that is now Juicing Civils Fraser, which uh, is a civils infrastructure and utility business. Um, proud to head the sales team, uh, but also proud to, to head up, uh, from a BMF perspective, the Civils and Infrastructure Forum. So mm. that throws up a lot of um, things that I'm excited about and I can get involved in. And, and what we're here today yeah. is. Really talking about how we introduce new people, you know, the stars of the future you've got up there into our business, uh, how we retain the talent that we've got. Mm. Um, and that's, that, that, that is something that really, for me, is massive in this industry. Um, somebody gambled on me once a, a long time ago. <laughs> uh, and I am where I am here now because somebody gambled on me and, yeah. and invested in me as a... No, yeah, you get the money. Everybody, you know, you, you get the money as you go, but if people don't invest their time in you, you can't go anywhere, so uh, that's why we're here today as well, to see uh, how we can push this forward.
0: That's a quality intro, mate, and actually, you know, you are a voice in the industry, you are a voice that's respected, you're a personality that's respected as well, and one of the, one of the dangers, I think, because I'm from like the good old days, so it's been a long time since I've been involved in it, actually as a full-time role, but... The personalities that, that gave me a chance, the personalities that meant of me, the the buzz there used to be about, about, about the merchant industry. It's, it's, I'm a merchant boy first. Everything else comes second. And um, I tell this story a lot, but I walked into Travis Perkins Fulham for for a job and four hours a day. And you fast forward to where I am now, 20 years, I mean, 20th year at, at the Jones in owning my own business, I wouldn't have achieved any of that without the chance and without someone taking that chance. And I guess, you know, we're talking to Lee, Lee, welcome to the show, mate. It's delighted to be here. Forward it's slash minder. Really for, 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 <laughs> forward slash Harry Kane, uh, which I think mean was very unfair, oh,
2: mate. Yeah. I was waiting for it. Well, I mean, he started it, not me. I would not be really, was really was nice. Uh, well, he sent me, he he said, said me well. a connection
0: request last night on right? <laughs> yeah. LinkedIn. Really nice connection request. Yeah. And I thought, he looks a nice lad. he like, oh, yeah. yeah. a nice, nice polite right. young lad, yeah. professional, yeah. on point. Within 10, well, not even 10 minutes, within two minutes arriving, Nick slaughtered you. absolutely slaughtered you. You can't find the beach here. You know, didn't have your swimming trunks. You, you went to the wrong. He blamed you for the parking when stat. he when he ignored the highlighted, <laughs> instruction, Charlie. highlighted get, instructions, Charlie. Highlighted instructions to get out
2: right. Yeah. Set, set all the construction workers down. <laughs> <laughs> They're
0: human,
2: mate. They're <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah, happy. That was my fault. Hashtag WTC I like, it. I fault. I really like that. I like that. So Charlie,
0: you know, you know, with all the work going on here, with all the development, we we specifically say to every guest that we highlight it. Park next door. This is the car pop we 're all using you 'll get in and out, no problem. Congratulations, Nick, you completely ignored that. Correct. Well done, mate, well done. That's, and, what? And, yeah. that's and, what I've done on
2: my way
1: yeah.
2: through. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to get a ticket as well, because I went in and
0: then come out. Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, listen, Mr. Hood has got contacts. We'll, oh, we'll work it, it out. We'll we'll, work. So we'll, just we'll, for we'll,
1: like, so the record, can we, can we cut that channel with it? He's got a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make you end up as expenses? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it will be. Yeah. Uh, oh, dear. No, not eight more coffees, Jesus oh, <laughs> no, no. Oh no, listen, takes me back to my days. Oh man, I love being a rapper, of the South, yeah, man, the South Director. But you're, Lee, we're going to talk about your journey okay, as yeah. well because I think inspiring the stars of the future is giving them, giving them an opportunity to progress, giving people that join the industry a platform to see the success. And I know it's something you've been, you're passionate about, Nick. We, we've had so many other guests that are passionate about it. But you said something earlier downstairs, and it really kind of, kind of hit with me. And I'd like to just go back to that before we talk about Lee's journey. And you said about. You know we're in danger at the moment of not just failing to attract the next generation, which I call the stars of the future. We're potentially at risk of losing some amazingly talented, talented and experienced people. And I know you've got an opinion on that, Nick, haven't you? So share, share that with us, mate.
1: No, I think if you if you go back to COVID, that was when I suppose the industry was was under its uh, biggest pressure uh, regarding people. Um, you know what the, what was that going to look like? Um, we had the BMF through the CLC. We were able to get the job retention scheme raised again and use that, which was great. Uh, and then yourself, you know, fantastic work yourself and, and, and doing your own, own job retention and creating a platform that people could come and not just say, look, I'm, I'm out of work here, but this is what it means to me, this is what it means to my family. Um, so I think, you know, we all know that times are tougher at the moment um, and people have seen it widespread. And you can understand that, that, um, you know, companies do may need to make um, cuts at time um, on cost. However, it's really important from our point of view that whether it's through yourself, whether it's through the BMF, the CLC, that we find a way of retaining the quality people that were brought into this business. And, you know, coming out of COVID, uh, we've we seen some great work. You know, we became a standalone business. We started to stand it up in 2019 we started in earnest on the 1st of January 2020 excited about what the future held and then in March 2020 we very quickly went into the unknown but that's thrown up some fantastic skill sets our people now uh, have uh, you know, not just the people within my team there are individuals in this industry who now know how to manage in a crisis. They Mm. they know how to manage inflation. They know how to manage um, communication. They know how to manage, you know, allocation. Um, And I think the whole industry needs to to be applauded for that. And it's these people now uh, that we need to, 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 you know, the resilience shown um, by all these people through these times. Um, It would be a shame if we lost um, the people to other industries now. And if you look at the hospitality industry, it's, it's that's taken a real, a real mm. hit. Um, you know, everybody's trying their best, but you can see the dip in quality in the, in the hospitality industry. If you go for a meal, if you go for a drink, whatever it may be, it takes time, sometimes it's not correct. <clears throat> and I've found that you just need to be patient because they're trying their best, but they lost a lot of quality. Mm. What we don't want to do is lose that quality that's in our industry. All that good work, you know, you see the good work that... That, that TP did, you know, Frank Elkins with the apprenticeship scheme. He not just introduced new people to the business; he was able to upskill people within his business. Um, the work that we've done in our brand, the, the the great people that we've got in our business now, um, you know, we'll we'll look to keep and, you know, learn and development, upskill them, um, and and that's what we'll be concentrating on. That that really has to mm. be the mantra. Um, and keeping these people in this industry, because it's a fantastic industry. I mean, mm-hmm. you know uh, my new boss at the top of the tree now. <laughs> you, you, you know him well, John Carter. Uh, and he talks uh, the, the, the same way as I talk. When we were at school, nobody said, do you want to work in a builder's merchant? Hmm. Nobody thought about working in a builder's merchant. But actually, once you get to being a builder's merchant there's no other job like it as far as I'm concerned and that love that we have in the job now, that passion that we have now for something we never knew we were going to enter, how do we translate that back the way and Mm. how do we keep the good people in this industry at the moment
0: and I, and I think that, that's such a powerful message. I, I look back at my, my journey within merchanting, and, I, and I'm so proud of it. And I spent nine, nine and three quarter years at, at Travis Perkins, and, and I ended that journey as London sales director for Sangaban and Jusen. And, and and that gave me the minimum rules, it gave me the confidence, it gave me the the, the self belief that, you know, I could maybe do something really different and, and set a business up. And, and my God, it started really well. You know, I, I, I thought I was invincible, but I was probably a little bit naive, if I'm honest. Um, <laughs> Um, the financial crisis of 2008 or 9 and 10 yeah. certainly proved that I was probably nowhere near as invincible as I thought. So that, that there's permanent scars there, which I learned. And then you, you travel onwards. And, yeah, we travel through Brexit. We travel through COVID. I'm lucky enough to say that probably as a personal brand, I, I grew and thrived. You know, I didn't just survive; I probably grew, and that enabled my business to grow, and, and our model, and, and where we where we now, is so much more advanced than it was before the pandemic because of different different service led initiatives, great people, but now. I look at the industry, and I think, right, okay, we've got to stick or twist, because actually, we can celebrate some real success, we can celebrate some real personalities, but we are competing, Lee, not your generation, but yeah. generations down, yeah. we're competing with people who want to be influencers, they want to be on YouTube, they want to be digital nomads, they don't, they don't want to work in one, one location, they're probably at some stage going to want to do a four-day week, not a five-day week with the occasional Saturday morning, you know, it's, so we're competing with these type of arenas, so... There's wake-up calls all around. The digital revolution, I think, yeah, it's coming to some merchants. Some are exceptional. Others are waking up to it. Um, but right now, there's there's a skill shortage. If you talk about installers and fitters there, there's there's attraction problems in terms of are we getting the right people through. But with the right pathways with better support of apprenticeships. So I think the apprenticeships are there, but it's whether employers will support them enough. And it's not necessarily the big groups. It's the smaller one-site, two-site, three-site operations where if they can get them into play, there's so much more to do. But then the hearts and minds. You know, I, I, I've delivered speeches at schools, at universities, at prisons, right? So there's three very different audiences. Absolutely. So offenders at prisons, uni, uni, uni grads or postgrads, and then school leavers or college leavers. So, so, so all different audiences. Every one of those environments and veterans as well, which Nick, you know, something very, you know, where where my boy is right now, you know, it's it's it is something I'm really passionate about. So if you look at all those arenas, our sector can offer someone a pathway and a career. And if we really get good at celebrating that and get good at attracting the stars of the future, wow, we can make a real difference, can't we?
1: A hundred percent. And and I don't sit here as somebody who's achieved all that. I was given a pathway. I was given an opportunity. I've been given many opportunities, and I have many mentors and coaches that I've taken bits from. Mm. Um, You know, and I could name a few here today, but probably embarrass some of them. But and 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 ones that didn't think they made an impact on me, but they actually did. You know, I've had some good toe to toe. You know, through the years, but you have to learn and and you know take away. Why did I end up toe to toe there? Mm. You know, I'm passionate. So as you develop, you know your passion can override sometimes when you're in situations you learn how to harness that and people teach you how to do that and i I was
0: told that (laughs) i was told that um you know my 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 passion my enthusiasm my my proactiveness and and perhaps my confrontation to be fair you know that the challenging you know I, i probably need to just harness that and apply that differently if i want to have the the more senior you know, the, the more senior influence and senior career. And, and I look back at the people that said that to me, and I'm like, what? Like, but they were so right. Yep. And, and it is there. And there are certain people on my journey that I still call boss And I haven't worked for him for 20 odd years, but I still call him boss because that respect's there. And when I was working for him, shout out to Mark Tanner, big boss, you know, Mark, who was like my man, you know, he he was the man that gave me that chance on the road. And he was part of an amazing structure led by John, who you mentioned earlier, but particularly Ian Smith, Joe Greenow, they were real influences on me just by giving me a chance but also the support you know when someone at like board level of a major group like that is sending you a little internal email saying like you know hope Fulham do well tomorrow that's like game changing yeah. and it stays with you now and we still have I still have with some of these people about about football about about the industry and right now we're right, yeah, there, there is something we can all do to stand up and make a difference. But let's, Nick, let's, let's, let's stop and let's bring Lee in. Lee, welcome yeah. to the show. So let's, let's just talk about your role yeah. as part of this man's team, which yeah. must be a, quite a boring, quiet, <laughs> sedate life, you know, quite, quite sex, normal. Sex
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I described it the other day, 100 miles an hour... Hundred percent
0: of the time, but yeah. <laughs> well, that's how I am. That's yeah. how I've always been. Yeah. So have, from but from I, I have a, like, you know, how's it going? Yes, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah you are working like, yeah, thirty hours a day, eight yeah. days a week. No. I don't switch off. No. Um, I, I could just imagine there's there's, there's energy galore. Yeah. But but your story, let's go back to where it began for you because yeah. I, I really like the, the way that the, that experience you went through mm-hmm. to take you where you are now. So let's just share that with the listeners, mate. Let's talk yeah. about you. So
2: um, I got into a graduate um, trainee program through. JDP, John Davison mm. Pipes, which is essentially a two-year graduate program. Within that period, you spend three months in certain different roles. So external sales, branch manager, purchase ledger, category, finance, um, I stayed in Carlisle and Gretna Green, to be fair, for seven or eight months, which, which was good. It was was you good getting point. married or just, just uh, floating uh, uh, through? Uh, yeah? I think there was think two a few tellers. people who
1: didn't get married.
0: Just to get another Fulham reference in, yeah. Nick. We were obviously talking yeah. a little about football. I went, greatest goal, because we got a bit of England Scotland Scotland in. and oh, no. I said, oh, by the way, Nick, I know I've told you this every time I see it, but I was there when Gazza flicked it over, gone in Andrew's head. But that's my second favourite goal, because my first favourite Fulham goal was at Carlisle away. In 97, so you're at Carlisle, not, not watching Fulham play, I'm no, not getting married, right what often. are you doing there mate?
2: So I'm, I'm in the head office, doing yeah. the head office functions, um, but looking back at it, it was, going through that process to where I am now, it was fundamental in that grounding, because every single three month placement, I went, <laughs> I went to an absolute beginner, and for the first month, <laughs> I was treading water, I was in trouble, doing everything wrong. Um, you were trading water this morning. Yeah, well, I was doing everything wrong, but it, it, you just you got into like a mentality of you lose and then you win. You yeah. lose, you win. You lose, you win. So it harnessed that desire to win all the time. It doesn't. Sometimes you're gonna lose. You're gonna lose. But if you learn from it, and and then you achieve after that, it's just yeah. It, it created a mentality for just sheer desire to win for me. So I'm really thankful for that process, hundred percent. And looking back that, there's, there's another lad in JDP Tom House he, he, he did that programme now and now he's sitting right at the, at the top of the tree within JDP he's,
0: he's, so, yeah. so let's go back to the younger you yeah. the, the younger you yeah. that, that arrived at JDP okay. back then what, what attracted you to the business
2: uh, so I finished uni I did a nutrition and health degree okay. slightly different um,
0: only, only mildly left field of where you ended but up
1: but you I'm his new student that. not. He looks. No. He
0: looks in good shape. Yeah. yeah, he's he's yeah, him, yeah.
2: yeah but, um I don't know. It's probably before I went to uni. I was slightly different. Like I was always like a an underachiever. Like I always was supposed to do well, but I was probably. I could always, do better. Not always a good boy, and um, I was predicted all really high grades, just bare minimums. Mm. Didn't revise. And I always felt I don't know. I never thought I would go into a corporate world if I'm honest. Um, so then I went in. I went into uni, did that, got into the graduate trainee program, and then I, I, I just loved it. I loved the people, I loved the, the suppliers, I loved the industry, I, I love the winning and losing. Uh, Nick's mentioned before: you should never go too high, you never should go too low. But
0: it's a roller coaster. The industry is. The that's like coaster. supporting Fulham, mate. I don't get that excited when we win because I don't want <laughs> to get, get that upset when we lose, mate. Excited. But but at the moment I'm probably probably getting a bit too excited. But yeah, no. but, but that, that's but, but that that arrival in industry because yeah. it's not what you study. No, no, not no, it's not what you you looking to do. No. So something's happened when you've arrived in yeah. the corporate world. Yeah, and I think the pathway for you to see where you are and seeing like the chemistry and the banter between you both this yeah. morning like that there's warmth there there's yeah. hard work there there's resilience there because you're going to get big wins you're going to get big losses there's going to be all of that commercial mm. trading but and fundamentally for me it all comes back to one key driver and that key driver is people 100%. and and with the right people any merchant can achieve with the right people any business can achieve Um, and that's what we've got to think about when we're when we're inspiring our stars of the future and I think from from a podcast perspective having you in the studio Lee telling your story having Mr Boyle who's got a few stories to bring it to life (laughs) let's talk about let's talk about DJ Nikki B because I I did a post on LinkedIn and it was talking about you know my my journey in my first job was working everyone knows this but I worked for my granddad's market store Fruit and veg, North End Road, Fulham. Yeah. That's what I did. That was my first job. That was at weekends. Then. I got my first real job in a merchant, you know, very, very junior position. Um, and I shared that, and I said, like, you know, tell people, tell us where it started, where you are now, and what you wanted to be, which is really the important one. Yeah. We had it in our office once, got all guests to write, you know, what they wanted to be. And uh, <laughs> Nick, Nick just blew me away, because, like, everyone, everyone was telling their story, and he went, well, basically, my, my career really <laughs> took off when I was DJ Nikki B on the Wheels of Steel in Magaloof. Yeah. Living the dream, mate, were you? Living the dream, living yeah. the dream. You know, I mean... <laughs> Was that, was that during your Merchant career Or before your Merchant career
1: Before Yeah But, yeah. but, yeah. but I was in the um, I was in the The industry So I left school And I, I went uh, Through the CITB Training courses yeah. At the time And YTS And Far too early for yeah, you to all that. You <laughs> <know>. <laughs> it's a funny number yeah, I got twenty eight pound a week and I could do more than that than I do on the wage I get now. Believe me, you know? <laughs> I lived like a millionaire back mate, then.
0: Mate, <laughs> I, I talk
1: about that, right? I talk I about when
0: I was working four hours a day, getting paid about eighty quid a week. Yeah. I was giving like nothing to my hand, like really, like yeah. you know, a cut of quid. I don't know something. I never had so much money back then. I never had so much money. Yeah, those was, days are gone. Absolutely, one
1: hundred percent. that comes back to you know what does that come back to that that, that, you know we'll get on to that as we travel Um, but I had two great parents you know Mm. and and, and, and with two different skill sets left two different impressions on me my dad, uh, he was a he was a performer. He played in a folk band, you know, in Ireland and Scotland. Um, a band called the Haymakers. They ended up in Opportunity Knox, and everybody thinks 1966 was all about England. Well, that's the day that Junior Boyle was in Opportunity Knox as well, <laughs> with, with, with Hughie Green back then. And um, so they did that. And then my dad was captain of the golf club, and so he gave me the platform, that centre of attention. That you know, <laughs> yeah. here I am. I can do this. I can do that. Almost the show off part, if I'm being honest, you know, because but you know he he led a very different life behind that. That was you know that was a, a he was kind of tortured, but he had this outgoing life. So I picked that up from him. So when we went to to Magaluf, it, 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 there's a bunch of boys. I was at the Scottish office in the Roads Department at the time. It wasn't really exciting at yeah. all, you know, counting cars, you know, and you know for the Sky Bridge um, and to 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 justify that. So. When we went there and there was an opportunity came up, you know, and just grabbed it, really. I'd done a little bit back home, and then suddenly, you know, once we were over there with the boys, you know... What, what the, year is this, mate? 1992. Oh, 1992,
0: you know. 92, OK. Yeah, all right you
1: know... Um, so
0: when I was born. Well, that's okay. Yeah, steady on. steady, boy, steady. Yeah. Stay on, stay on, stay no. yeah. <laughs> okay. so yeah. was it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was. I was. I was. I was a <laughs> I was. Uh, uh, I, I, I was. Seven, I was 17 then. So, 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 so come on. Let's, let's just quickly
1: for this. Go yeah. through your playlist. Let's yeah. go through your set list. Ninety two. Oh sir. wow. I uh, saw so that. Would Stone be, Roses. No, Happy not Mondays. Re- not really. Not really. No. The uh, big, early early yeah, Acid. The, the big one would be on a ragga tip. Yeah. That was the big. That that was a big hit. My day, my day, but what the day. That day? was the yeah. one, so that I was the one. Please don't go. <laughs> Please <laughs> yeah. don't go. Yeah. You know, that, that was the next big one. Um, and really just the kind of dance tunes back yeah. then that were that were about. So so tell so. me
0: you played BCM.
1: Uh, no. No? We were across the road from BCM. It was Joe a Bananas, small, was it I say? No, no, no. <laughs> it was, believe it or not, it was a BCM's small... BCM's still going, isn't yeah, it? BCM. Yeah. Yeah. It, when I was there back then, it was a small... It was just a nightclub it was a nightclub that yeah, wasn't this village it is yeah, now. Yeah. Um, and we played across the road at a, a bar called Peter Sellers Bar next uh, to Benny uh, Hills. What come up, the man. Glory? Yeah, you know yeah. Upside Your Head and yeah. all that. You know. Did you rock the boat? Tell me yeah, you rock the boat. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Man, it wasn't yeah. Pete Tong, you know. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. not like Pete Rogan feeling a tribute act, mate, you know, but, but, you know, but that's <laughs> That gave me initially, and then you do a bit singing. Never as good as my dad was. Yeah. Uh, you do a bit singing. You start getting into a bit of hosting through this industry. You get to go to a lot of dinners. You think, you know, I could do that. I could never be the guy that, that does the forty minute slot. That's too much pressure yeah. to be funny for forty minutes. You know, if you if you do a dog joke. I don't
0: know, you do- To be fair, if you
1: do a dull joke when you're hosting, you're in between, so um, you can get away with that one. You know, so that's a bit of a cop out when you're hosting. But yeah, that you know, from whether it be DJing, singing, or or hosting, it's something that takes me away. In fairness, I love doing what I'm doing, um, but I like that other side of the fence sometimes. It it, it, I almost become a kind of different person. It's Mm. it's a kind of different world Mm, for me. Escapism, yeah, and it's a bit. It's not about. That's no. it, that,
0: but you're a sales director. I'm an ex yeah. sales director. He's a sales director. It's in you. It's in you. It's like, I'm going to work this room. I'm going yeah. to work this crowd. I'm going to perform, it, whether it's your customer or whether it's there. Mm. To tell you what, BCM, mate, I was 15 years of age. So, you know, they, they didn't really do ID checks no, back yeah, then, I mate. in Lufa, it was all right. I remember going into BCM and the live act at the end of the night, it was um, Adamski, Killer, yeah. Yeah. with Seal. Like, yeah. this is Seal before Seal. Seal was big so he was singing live I had no idea where he was right? I was like oh yeah this will be fun and then like fast forward a few months he's like, like, like a Adamski are big he's big they're all over the dance scene so I've got happy, happy memories of, uh, of of BCM but I was a, year, a couple of years before you Nick otherwise I could have been in that crowd I could have been having it off at the Peter Sellers Club what, you
1: could
0: have been on the board you could <laughs> have been doing it off listen <laughs> big big shout out to, to my sponsor Marcel from m HK Holding UK. This is the, that was the first half of episode three of the Foreign Jones Show, and we are believe it or not, even though we're doing it through the BCM nightclub, and even <laughs> though we're doing it, um, the lead was very serious. Actually, I'm glad oh, you're was, here, oh, mate. Yeah. I'm glad you're here because the lead story was good, um, and uh, you know maybe it's like it's like a family reunion as well. That's the first <laughs> half of the show. When we when we come back, when we come back, Nick, I'm going to get you to um, I'm going to get you to share a conversation you had with me about a well-known talk sport presenter because I think that's a story which we uh, we need to go back to yeah. um, we'll go back to that and then we're going to really try and give some powerful advice to the next generation okay. thanks for listening that's the first half of today's Point Jones show
1: life-changing recruitment for the KBV Builders Merchant and Construction Industries, creative
0: social content, specialist knowledge, world-leading video technology, helping you find career happiness and helping your business attract its stars of the future. We are Foyne Jones. This is what we do. Welcome back to the Foreign Jones Show. What we're going to do now in the second half of the show, we're going to talk to Lee and we're going to talk to Nick and we're going to give more advice to the next generation. But before we do that, and I make any more schoolboy errors, what we're going to do, Nick, is we're just going to turn the subject onto something that, that I love, all of us love. We've got yet another Liverpool fan in the studio, Lee. There we go. Yeah, yeah We've got another Liverpool fan in the studio. We've got a Fulham fan, we've got an Arsenal fan. There's a stand-up routine here for you Nick And we've got yourself a Celtic fan um, Let's talk football for a little bit how, how are you seeing the season for your boys at the moment?
1: <clears throat> it's absolutely tremendous You know I mean you, you know, We have a manager that not many people knew about You know come in a couple of years ago um, You know obviously Stephen Gerrard was at Rangers And stopped Celtic doing 10 of the row That kind of never happens down here in England there's, <laughs> there's only two teams in Scotland And one dominates for a while Um but you know Ange Postecoglou um, is the real deal. He is—he he, he is a manager. His leadership, his uh, the way he wants to play football, the way he installs it, the way he empowers his team. You know, for me, it's it, 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 it's great watching Celtic win. It's great, obviously, winning cups and beating your biggest rivals in cup finals, and that's that's something that lives with you all the time. But. You know, football and the leadership in football, whether it be Celtic, whether it be Pep Guardiola, whether it be Alec Ferguson, whether it be Jorgen Klopp. These are people that I take a lot from myself in the way that that I want to lead and the way that I want to empower my team. Who
0: do you see yourself as
1: as a manager? Claffy? Yeah, (laughs) I can't say that to them. You know, we'll argue for twenty minutes and we'll decide that I'm right at the end. So, um, no, that's not true in fairness. Um, Coffee. I'll no, just throw it in I, there. I, yeah, He'll yeah, no, you be want. I, I don't... Yeah, but I think there's. I, I think the way I like to to look at it. I, I love strategy. So when you look at people like Pep Guardiola and how he, you know, how he sets out where he wants to go, what he wants to do, the tactics on the part. But I think if I was going back, you know, and you look at an Alec Ferguson and and the way he led, and I've I've, I've really read his leadership book mm. inside out. It's fantastic. Um, and then you look at a Martin O'Neill, the way he did it, and. The modern day manager is different now. You know, players are different. There's a different leadership. I don't know if you agree or disagree.
0: I see myself as a bit of an LTEL in the glory days. But uh, (laughs) but, no, you're Dan. Yeah, (laughs) well, I don't know if you've seen (laughs) me yet. I don't know if you've seen me yet. No, but. It's amazing. Who's that, John? It's a bronze rub. I got offended. Honestly, it is amazing, though, how much I bring into my world in terms of, like, you know, the football mentality. The coaching mentality, the players on the park. Even when we're giving people, and this is important, we're giving them job searching advice, yeah, and we're yeah. giving them like redundancy support. It's all sort of, you know. You have got to get three pins, three three things in place. So your tactics have got to be right. Your approach has got to be right. Your head's got to be right. And if and if and if everyone else, if your opponents are going to give like eighty percent, you will give hundred or hundred and ten. And I do believe in that, and and it and it resonates for our industry, whether it's football, rugby, cricket, golf, you know, whatever sports people follow. That. that Those passions, when you see someone who's into it, they kind of become, you know, that little bit more employable, a little bit more engaging. There's something
1: there. It's an interesting thing you talk about that because although I talk about football managers, I was never brought up on rugby, but I was Mm. fascinated as a youngster with with, with two people growing up and that was Muhammad Ali and the All Blacks and there was something about them, the stature. And then as I I grew into business, I started to, to create, you know, almost... What, who are the All Blacks? And then mm-hmm. I started to see you could you could actually educate yourself on the way that the All Blacks did things. And, and and that's a brilliant book. You know, Clive Williamson did it with, with England. Then he did it with the, the Olympics GB team. It's a thing called teamship. You yeah. know, and the All Blacks were the first to do that, where the leader sets out the framework. They 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 they, they set out the expectation, but the team make the mm-hmm. rules. They have to get passed over by the leader initially. The,
0: the All Blacks book, the Le- but, legacy. I think uh, probably, that's it, my favourite book. It's I mean, you know, it, I, you know. I think that the way it takes what the All Blacks does into prison's perspective. I love that book. It's, um, one of my one of my boys, we spoke about my youngest boy who's yeah. in Paris. You know, when when he um, when he passed out and he, he's doing really well. Uh, one of his. One of the, the sergeants um, or corporal, one of the sergeants. They gave him the book and said, "Like this is something that can inspire you with leadership." And he's like, "My dad's got that, yeah." You know, and I mean, like, so, 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 they're using it from a military perspective. I'm using it from a owning my own business perspective. It inspires, you know, people all around, and and I think that's that comes into into so much. Look, the see. black
1: the black book that's passed down through teams and teams every note that's in there comes from players yeah. this is how we're going to do it this is how we're going to hold each other to account they need to be empowered to do that Ooh. and that's that's something that but empowerment comes with responsibility and accountability and, 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 and that's a double edged sword so you need to you need to coach you need to mentor you need to stay with them but you let them go and, 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 and they set the rules of engagement and they commit to that rules of engagement it's self-discipline after that as well mm. within mm. the team.
0: So, 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 let's, so let's, 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 just very quickly, Nick, just for the benefits of the listeners, can we just share your Ali McCoy story that that you that you told me and Lee? So yeah. So this is such a great story. So is
1: it? You know, I don't, I don't know um, Ali myself, um, or I didn't know him up to a few weeks ago personally. Um... But through you, you you mentioned the name earlier, um getting the, you know to know the talk sport guys through my ex boss mm. as well Paul Edwards so uh, I was coming up for a funeral on a Friday morning back in November. It was a day before the Brazil England game eh, not Brazil England game France England game uh, I can't remember Enjoy what, that game, yeah, I can't know? remember what the result yeah, was
0: that uh, night but anyway it involved
1: penalties how many times did anyway, you know? times he bring it up Lee yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, how, how, did you, how did you miss that second penalty <laughs> <battle> anyway <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> what another, yeah. another low yeah. blow but so I, 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 I got myself quite a bit up the road uh, I was going to an ex a, a really influential person uh, in my life mm. uh, inducing actually when I started inducing in 2012 uh, a great a great mentor called David McBride I was coming up to his funeral And they were talking, Ali was in Qatar So I text Alan and said Listen, there's a big game tomorrow In Glasgow, in Renfrew It's Glenifer versus Blackburn United uh, Which is Ali McCoy's boys team Versus my nephew's team um, Ask him if he's looking forward to the big game Alan texts back, I will So anyway, an hour goes by And anyway, Ali, are you looking forward to the game tomorrow? And he says, oh, Mbappé, Kane, can't wait. What a a spectacle it's going to be. (laughs) I'm over here. The atmosphere's tremendous. He went, no, I'm talking about Gwennifer United versus Blackburn United tomorrow in the Scottish Cup at Renfrew. Your boy versus a friend of ours, Ray. Ray Palo's in the studio. Nick Boyle's nephew. And Ali was like, how do you know about that? How do you know about that? So... uh, the game was uh, there was hard frost back in November, and the game got played about four or five weeks ago, um, and it was at rain through, and I went through uh, the whole family went through to watch her killian, uh, and there was Ali behind the goal. He so I just carried. I knew people would want to go up and speak to him, but I just of Stalked him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can see you subtly. I've seen it quietly do, yeah. making Does his way do. to the front. S- do you know,
1: Celtic S- 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 supporter approaching a Rangers, Rangers legend. Yeah. You know, um, and I went up there and I, and I just said, Ali. I said, I'm I'm the guy that sent the text to Alan Brazil. And I tell you what, he gave me time. We had a yeah. laugh. We talked about Alan and some of the things. and, and he's another great guy. Jim White And because I was involved With the Stille and Petroff Golf days before And Jim hosted them He's another He's another great guy And I love listening to his shows But Ali uh, uh, He was an absolute gentleman um, They we went to the second half we, we beat them 5-0 And we were going to uh, Hamden that night He was a pundit And he just said to me on the way out He says listen big man He said there. Uh, no pelters tonight <laughs> But he won the pundit of the year the other night, and I couldn't be yeah. more delighted. He's, he's, he's absolute, absolute absolutely
0: quality. You know, from the early days on Question of Sport when he captivated that, you yeah. know what I mean? Him and John Parrott went out of it back then. And, uh, oh. Did you remember them? No, 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 he's, no, probably no, still, no. he's probably no, still no. too young, Lee. Remember but
2: Question
0: of Sport? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm huge Bill Beaumont era, yeah, era so yeah. I'm, yeah. Back in, I'm back uh, in the glory days. But anyway, look, this series, this show, this episode's been fantastic. We've brought personalities together. We've spoken about our love of football. Lee, Liverpool fan, you know, you must be over the moon with a result the other day. All okay. seven goals of them. All over the yeah. moon, mate. I, th- I, think, I, think, I, think, I think they're coming again, you yeah. know, because I think they wobbled. I think they're coming again. Um, I'm delighted because Fulham have avoided relegation. Yeah. So, so I'm absolutely d- delighted. But the most important message we want to take away from this episode is inspiring our stars of the future. So we're going to wrap the show up, Nick. I want to... I'll go to you first, and we can include anything you want to include about inspiring the stars of the future. So I'll let you just talk about that, and then we'll very consolidate that with three words of advice you can give to the next generation. So over to you, mate.
1: Well, I think for me, um, I think first and foremost, for anybody that this goes out to, or those who can then share the show, there is a magnificent future in our industry. Well said. You know, the builders-merchant industry now, and when you look at it, we are still an industry, and it's quite, you know, for me, I said this earlier, for me, being what I would class as a leader in the, this industry, I'm still embarrassed that I've not seen through what I want to see through, because we're still probably an average age a 43-year-old white male, and we need to change that. And becoming more diverse, more inclusive and looking at you know just where we can attract talent from is, is 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 what we need to do you know I, if i can just very very carefully or, or or sorry just because actually this this had a massive impact on me we got introduced to a business called Netean Science mm. through a a wonderful woman called Michelle York Michelle's moving over to another um company now Uh, On social value. Now, Neaton Signs is a social value company. They're invested in social enterprise as well. Social enterprise, they give back to the, uh, Mm. like down the stairs today in the cafe. But in that business, 75% of their staff, 75% of their staff have some sort of disability. Fantastic. So it's either physical, mental, or they've had some issues Mm. that they can't find employment. Nobody will give them a job. And I went there. And it was the same day that it was announced that Stark were taken over from Sangaban. Mm. You would have thought that at that point the future of our people would be the best news that I had all day. I went there at one o'clock and it was unbelievable to see these people that were absolutely invested in. It felt like a family. Yeah. You walked round. They, 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 you know, they, they had every sort of mental disability or physical disability, but you wouldn't know. Yeah. You wouldn't know, and and it's for me and the other people in our industry to understand. Is we would probably say before we couldn't employ people at like that because our industry is this. Actually, we need to flip that on its head. Mm. How can we? Yeah. How can we make our places suitable? Or what can? people with disabilities doing our business we've never a, thought about that's, before. That's
0: such a powerful message. We have and to and flip we're, it. we're going to capture so many bits you know. of this series and so many parts and that people say, and I think there, that is just an absolutely fantastic way to, to bring the show to its end. So, Nick, let's just ask you first, three words of advice for our stars and stars of the future. What would you say to the next generation?
1: Have a purpose, first and foremost. Mm. Want to do something. You know, when I got asked to join the BMF... I said the only way that I'm going to do this is if I can make a difference. I'm not here to tick a box. Swimming in the sea at 6 30 this morning wasn't there because we just wanted to have a laugh. That's part of the purpose. It's part of saying, this is what we we thrive to do, you know. We want to we want to make sure that people are comfortable being uncomfortable. We want to look after mental health. We want to look after an environment. So they that, that ticked three boxes this morning. So have a purpose. Could be anything but have a purpose, have a want to do it. So number one, purpose. Purpose. What's number two? Two, values. You need values. I spoke about my dad giving me the the centre of attention. My mum, and it took me a while, my mum run her own business for 40 years. Wow. Hairdresser. And you don't appreciate what your mum does, really, until you sit back and go, I've, I've ignored this. But when I look at what my mum did for us, and it was... Kind of just every day. You don't. You don't. You didn't get it from a mum. You just. It just happened. You got your values, and that first one was respect. Then it's trust. Then it's loyalty. Then it's integrity. You Fantastic. need that. So and we you got, need to be hard-working.
0: So, so thanks to your mum. And yep. I think that's, that again. It's so. It's so it's so. It's so positive to, to hear. Your mum being celebrating in a way Not just as your pump mum But as a business owner And battling through that for 40
1: years So we're, giving, we're going with purpose We're going with values What are we wrapping up with, number three? The one and only <coughs> thing The one only thing I say You need a can-do attitude You need to want to do something I talk to my team I say there's can-do So you're already you're doing it There's can't-do That's people who need support Put your hand up And then there's won't-do mm. I'm not really interested in the won't-do
0: Fair place, yeah But know. if
1: you go on the can-do that's the first starting point. You have to have that belief. And let me tell you now, young people get a bad rap these days, but I tell you, the young people in our business are unbelievable. He's 31, he's a regional sales director, Alan Hargreaves is 33. I've got other people in brand sales managers' positions in their 20s.
0: Fair play to you, mate.
1: And we're looking to develop underneath so, that. So you're
0: not just talking at talk, you're embracing it, you're we're making doing it, it happen. But we so can,
1: but we need to go faster. That's
0: what this series is all about. So who better who better to wrap up the episode than Lee forward slash Harry Kane over there yeah, yeah. Um, look the, the fella he stood up today I didn't know he was coming onto the show no, I bet you didn't tell it, it. I oh, bet you didn't, didn't tell know. it to this morning <laughs> no, did you no, of course no he not. thought, he, 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 thought he was
2: going to swim but, at the 6th yeah. <laughs> 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 so well,
0: <laughs> opportunities, as well as yeah. well, mate. Know, it's it's a can-do attitude. It's a can-do yeah, exactly, attitude. Exactly. I, I've I've, call, I've called I've him by every name apart Absolutely. from his real one, but yeah. I've got his football team and where he's from. Right. Wasp, so yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I know you're calling it <laughs> worse, mate. And, and Charlie will never let me forget that is, clip. No, right? he, he will he never. It will, will be. Player. It will be front we'll, and centre we'll, like the North we'll, star. Uh, and everything uh, I do will come up. But who better? Who better to wrap up episode three where we're talking about stars of the future? Three words of advice, Lee. Over to you, mate. What would you say?
2: Short. And sweet if I'm honest it's dream big believe in yourself and achieve like everyone's got to lose everyone's going to win but as long as you're achieving you talk about your 1% Yeah. is it Kaizen?
1: That's
2: Kaizan. Kaizan, Kaizan
1: Kaizan every day 1%
2: improvement
0: 1% every day but yeah it's that self abs- absolute quality to yeah. bring those three things so we're dreaming big yeah We're believing in ourselves and we're taking action. There you go. Achieving. Achieving and making a difference. And
1: just before we go, Pete, just before we go. You need credit for what you've achieved. What you're doing is unbelievable. You're an ambassador for this industry so thank you for your passion and enthusiasm as well it really well, is I didn't see that coming I no. respect everything are we've seen some
2: videos today didn't yeah. we I and mean, I, was, I was like it's, it's Peter Guy he's yeah. got a bit of bow in me he's a big presence yeah, if I only you say. could get my
0: surname right it'd be <laughs> an absolute diamond <laughs> know,
2: mate you know what I mean so he, so, he so, so. the guy <laughs> for Dragon's Dead didn't feel I'm
0: yeah. <laughs> still, we can still do, we're still, we're still do a picture so in this episode we've spoken about my favourite TV show uh-huh. we've spoken about my favourite TV show Arthur Daily and, uh-huh. and Minder I've spoken about Fulham Football Club Lee spoke about his career and how he's made it as a young going places sales director DJ Nicky Bees took us on a journey from from the from not the, not the beast from Peter Sellers wine bar or Peter disco In Magaluf, (laughs) (laughs) Peter Peter Sellers Boozer in Magaluf to the BMF and to heading up his own division. I know you have got important things to do today, gentlemen. It's been an absolute. Wouldn't you agree, Charlie? It's been an absolute pleasure. I don't want this one to end. That, unfortunately, is the end of series season six, episode three. What an episode! Thanks to our sponsor, Marcel from MHK Holding UK. We bumped into him last week, didn't we, Charlie? We bumped into him and he's so. He's so full of passion. He's so full of support for the podcast. And he actually just wants us to get guests on for him to be himself. So, yeah. guys, we had two objectives. We walk in here smiling. You're walking out of here having fun. You enjoyed yeah, it? Yeah, that's it. Fantastic. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that's the end of the Foy Jones Show. We'll see you next week. Thank
2: you. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, as I said, that's the end of the show. Thanks for listening. Make sure you check out next week's episode as we will keep inspiring our stars of the future.